to Lay's Little Golden Books. I hope you all enjoy today's story, and maybe the grown-ups will remember it from their own childhood. Bugs Bunny by Warner Brothers Cartoons, Incorporated, Adapted by Tom McKimson and Al Dempster. A Golden Book. One fine summer's day, Bugs Bunny sat in the doorway of his rabbit hole home deep in thought. He was thinking, as usual, about carrots. For there is nothing in the world Bugs Bunny likes as much as crisp, delicious carrots. As Bugs sat there thinking, along came his friends, Porky and Petunia Pig. We're going to make a garden, said Porky, and we thought you might like to have the carrot patch. So Bugs trudged with them toward the garden plot. Fine thing, he muttered to himself. The great bee bunny has to grow his own carrots. It's unfair, that's what it is. Porky and Petunia did not take time to fuss. They went straight to work. They hoed and spaded and raked the ground smooth. They marked out straight rows with sticks and strings and dropped in their seeds, beets, lettuce, beans, peas, and radishes. And all the time, Bugs was lying under a shady tree, dreaming of the day when all the carrots would be ready. I'll store up all I can eat, he planned, and the rest I'll take to market. And with the money I'll make, I'll buy me a shiny new motor scooter. Boy, I can see myself now, putt-putting down the lane, waving to Porky and Petunia and pokey old Elmer Fudd as I go whizzing by. Are you all through, Bugs? Porky's voice broke in. There stood Porky, mopping his brow, for he had just finished his planting. Huh? Oh, no, not quite, said Bugs, jumping to his feet. I'll tell you, Porky, old friend, you're such a good gardener, and you know how important the right start is for a garden. Well, I thought I'd better wait and have you show me just how to do things. So Porky started all over again and showed Bugs how to hoe and spade and rake the ground smooth. He showed him how to mark the rows with sticks and strings. Bugs watched carefully. Thank you, Porky, said Bugs, when Porky had finished fixing Bugs' plot. Next time I'll be able to do it myself, maybe. But say, Porky, what's the best way to drop the seeds in, huh? With a sigh, Porky went up and down the rows again, dropping in handfuls of fine carrot seed, while Bugs watched, nodding wisely from time to time. So the garden was planted. Bugs was busy making plans for himself and the new motor scooter he planned to buy, so he never had time to tend his carrot patch. This is a disgrace, the Bugs, Porky told him when he finally dragged Bugs down to the garden one day. Just to take a look over the fence at Elmer Fudd's carrot patch, and you can see what you could have now if you had worked at it. So Bugs looked over the fence. Say, he gasped, this is some stuff, so all these carrots belong to Elmer Fudd, eh? Well, well, what do you know? Here comes Elmer now, on the new motor scooter he bought with the money he got for his carrots last year, said Porky. Bugs turned around. Sure enough, putt, putt, putt. Down the lane came Elmer Fudd, looking pleased and proud. Pretty slick, all right, said Porky. Bugs' face darkened, and to Elmer he said, I think it's silly. Oh, Elmer sounded disappointed. Then you wouldn't want to ride on it, Bugs, would you? But Porky, won't you ride to town with me? So swell, cried Porky, and Bugs, there's still time to save some of your carrots if you get busy right away. And he and Elmer whirled away. 
Yeah, Bugs chuckled to himself. I must get busy right away. First, Bugs hunted up a box of tacks. He spread the tacks all across the lane where Elmer Fudd would drive over them on his way home. There, Bugs laughed wickedly to himself. That will keep him out of the way for a while. Those tacks will make a sieve of his new tires. Then Bugs waited for dark. That night, with an empty sack over his shoulders, he crept into Elmer's garden. There he stood at last, in the land of his dreams, with rows of carrots on all sides. And some of them are just big enough to make tender and delicious bites, Bugs told himself happily, sampling a handful. It was then that he saw the scarecrow. Down at the far end of the garden it stood, still as a stone, with its arms hanging limp at its sides. Ho, ho, ho! laughed Bugs, as if that thing would scare anybody. That's just the kind of scarecrow Elmer Fudd would have in his garden. It even looks like him, fat and round and funny. Up and down the carrot rows in the moonlight went Bugs Bunny. His sack was so heavy by now that he had to drag it along behind him, but his heart was light. He felt so good that he kicked up his heels and did a little dance. Hop, kick, slide, hop, kick, slide. The end of the dance brought him up in front of the scarecrow, standing there as still as a stone watching bugs among the carrots in the moonlight. Good evening, Mr. Scarecrow, said Bugs with a deep sweeping bow. How about joining me for a short stroll through the garden, since you're not doing anything anyway? I've been busy enough, Bugs Bunny, said the Scarecrow, watching you robbing my carrot patch. Bugs Bunny froze. His ears stood up on end and shivered. Elmer Fudd, he gasped. And sure enough, what he had thought was a round, fat, funny scarecrow was really chubby Elmer Fudd out for a last bedtime look at his garden. Ha ha ha! Bugs tried to make a joke of it. That was funny, wasn't it? To think I didn't even recognize you. Ha ha! I didn't think you'd be home from town yet. Er, well, I guess I'd better be getting on now. Good night, Elmer. It was nice seeing you. Bugs picked up his sack of carrots and with a wave of his hand started for the garden gate. Not so fast, Bugs, said Elmer, laying a heavy hand on Bugs' shoulder. You may leave that sack of carrots at my back door, and unless you want to go to jail for attempting to rob me, you will show up tomorrow and weed my carrot patch all day. Jail, gasped Bugs. Why, uh, sure, Elmer, always glad to help a friend, hehe. <laughs> Bugs backed away, dropping the sack of carrots at Elmer's door as he went. There beside the door stood the shiny motor scooter. Bugs kicked at the tires. There was not a patch on them. Doggone! He came around past Porky's house and missed my tax. Bugs muttered, all my work went for nothing. Bugs was still grumbling to himself when he started off down the dark lane toward home. Suddenly, ow, wow, ouch, I'm shot, I'm stung, I'm killed. Bugs began to hop and dance around in the lane, howling with pain. He had walked right into his own tax. The noise he was making brought Elmer running to the rescue. Those tax, that's what did it, Bugs moaned as he sat beside the road, pulling the sharp points out of his feet. But what puzzles me, said Elmer, is how they happen to be scattered all across the lane. Just then he spied a small empty box beside the path. As he picked it up, Elmer read on the top of the words, Property of Bee Bunny, Tax. Oh, ho, said Elmer quietly, so that was it. But not a word did he say to Bugs. Instead, he kindly helped the wounded bunny home. Sorry, Elmer, old man, said Bugs in his feeblest tones when Elmer left him at his door. Looks as if I won't be in shape to weed your carrot patch tomorrow. 
Oh, forget it, Bugs, said Elmer. Good night, old friend. Next Monday, Bugs told himself, and he raised his right hand in a solemn vow. I'm going to start work on that carrot patch. I'll make it the best carrot patch in the county. Bugs had learned his lesson at last. Maybe. The end. <laughs>